Welcome to Deadlands, the D- Professor Brown and Ryan show. Yay! Yay. Side quest five. No fives for you. I'm the GM. The GM. This is happening on Wednesdays. It's not a Saturday where everyone hasn't turned up except for two people, because that would be sad. This is happening as a mini adventures on Wednesdays to fill in some gaps, because Chow is on maternity leave. Yep. He's up the love. Or something. I think it's maternity leave. That's what Kieran said. He's full of, full of eggs or something? I don't yeah. know. Weird eggs. Weird eggs. Anyway, uh, where we laugh less are intrepid adventurers. They had uh, killed their employer because he turned out to be a disciple of pestilence and then stopped the crazy madman who'd taken over St. Louis with his army of crazy plant men by detonating a small ghost rock explosion. Hurrah! Yeah! Ooh. After that, they, it's a couple of weeks later, they've retired to New Orleans. Uh, Sakura and Evelyn are tied up with General Destrahan and the Secretary of War. Uh, not, arg- not literally tied up. No. Mm-hmm. But they're in boring business meetings deciding who gets what from fair shipping. Sakura is running off with as much as you can get her greasy mitts on. Man, their side quest is not going to be as much fun as ours. Yeah. yeah. When, they, when they get around to recording that. Yeah, you probably just skip those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their side quest is mostly board meetings with uh, officials and a lawyer deciding who gets what. Because, you know, the fe- federal government wants some, and the uh, Destrahan family want others, and the Cindy Foundation are like, no, we totally get some of this stuff too. That is less exciting. Elizabeth is knocking around in the castle, as is Rupert. And you've had a lovely uh, funeral for Frederick in the chapel at the... Uh, in the Shrine de St. Knox in the Spanish <coughs> barracks. He looks so familiar. <laughs> and yeah, it's currently uh, the end of September, beginning of October. It's an election year. The presidential election for both North and South is due in November. So both um, current presidents have decided the best way to win votes is to smash the enemy. So there's lots of border skirmishes going on and armies marching and big grandiose claims about how they're going to take Washington or smash the South forever or reclaim Kansas. <laughs> Nobody wants to reclaim Kansas. So things are very unsettled right now due to the war. But Professor Brown, who is Hello. 20 years in his past. My life's gotten really confusing at this point. Hmm. You've had time to gather, for the first time since you arrived, really, to sit down and not do anything for a few days, mm. and you've gathered your blueprints, and you're about ready to start making some new vehicular transportation, so you are no longer bound to use a train, because we all know you have a terrifying phobia of trains. <laughs> it's my, uh... I thought better of contacting myself here in the past via telegram or something because you wouldn't believe you I might (laughs) (laughs) but it seems like the sort of thing one does in person to hash out the finer details so um, of who gets to be you well I I have the more experience but he has all the bank accounts 
I also have all the bank account. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> what, I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean? It's not me. Of course, it's me. I'm more me than he is by twenty years. Isn't he wondering why his expenditure has doubled? No, uh, his paradox alert has uh, meant that he's been channeling the money he gets paid for working with the Cinti Foundation into a new bank account. (laughs) (laughs) Why why all these... Who's the Cinti Foundation? I'd better contact them and give them their money back. Hi, hi, yeah, yeah. um... Right. Avoiding things that inherently cause strange paradoxes is a good idea. Uh, Beat the other guys. No, um... (laughs) That doesn't work anymore. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to be in the laboratory. Jenkins has also... Yeah, or the mechanics workshop. I was about to mention that. Jenkins has rearranged two of the towers yeah. because Dr. Destrahan wanted someone to park her bike and someone to work on her bike. Fine. So he has produced a mechanics workshop and a garage. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I see the garage. No. Where else are you going to park your park pike? Park your automobiles in, in the garage. Marshalling yard. It'll get rained on. <laughs> <laughs> it's powered by orphan souls. It's not it's not gonna be like, you know, rusty. Yeah. The general cellar. Let's not to ask what Evelyn's uh, June buggy is powered by. Alright. I um um so you say it's been a few days since the whole... It's been about two weeks since the whole defeating Dr. Fall thing. All right, but we well, check... finally got time to ourselves. All right, I'm going to go and check out this mechanics workshop because I have, um, I have plans in my brain for things that need to be built to re-establish lines of communications with my past self. You skirt the large crater, which is still being filled in in the Martian lab, <laughs> the way your time capsule exploded. <laughs> it was the only way... It was one of the only ways. And it you... was the coolest way. <laughs> <laughs> you reach the mechanics work bay. Well, the mechanics workshop. It has a large garage door, obviously, so you can get vehicles in and out. And a smaller door that you can let yourself in through. Is it unlocked? I try the door. Uh, it is indeed unlocked. I, st- I bestride it like an Adonis. Inside, um, it's dark, but you find the light switch. It has electrical lights. Fancy. <laughs> it's got a PhD. I can find a light switch. It has one of those um, vehicle lifts so that you can work underneath the vehicle without having to crawl underneath it. Oh, fancy. It has racks of tools and little pots of screws and bolts and nuts of all various shapes and sizes that you could ever want. There's a set uh, gear in one corner for welding. All the sort. It's a very well... Uh, Well-equipped. Well-equipped uh, workshop. I look around. I look around and let out a little whistle of impressment. It all looks new, and most of it has, looks like it hasn't been used yet. Um, oh, Evelyn must have ordered all this. Let's uh, let's take the shine off some of this, shall we? You reckon Evelyn has probably ordered it all, but um, she, she's too busy in a boardroom somewhere arguing over who should get such and such right ship. Right. Uh, Bonnie, your cognition. <laughs> I remember how rolls work in this game. And now I eat these? You rolled them. Oh. And you only keep the highest. What? You don't add them together. Oh, yeah. Nine. Ten. 
That's no, a one. one. I know it says ten. <laughs> It'll say ten. I'll say ten. Um, you notice there is a door on the back wall that is um, green metal and has uh, biohazard symbols over it. I immediately walk right up to it. It's very locked. <laughs> How locked? Um, there's no keyhole. There's no um, door handle. It's definitely a door. Mm. It looks like a door. But it's very locked. I mean, in what way does it look like a door? Because it's missing some of the main features of doors. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's door-sized with, you know, panels and then the big biohazard symbol in the middle of it. Basically and a door-sized wall. And there's a... T- um, what looks like a series of um, like connector points where you plug something in underneath the symbol. I scratch at the door with my fingers to try and determine what material it's made from. Metal. I go and look and see if there's a cutting torch in here. There isn't a cutting torch. There's a welding <laughs> torch. <laughs> I, I take a piece of paper and a pencil out from my pocket and write 1x cutting torch on it. <laughs> Iron, what are you doing? Uh, As the I, professor is getting used, looking over all the things he has available. I leave at once for Salt Lake City. <laughs> okay. Uh, How are you getting there? Uh, I, I don't do that. Um, are you taking the train? Um, dun, dun, dun. I'll walk, I'll walk. Um, <laughs> 25 years later. It's about 2,000 miles. Well, you know. Uh, right, so what do I actually do? Um, I. Remember your erstwhile position in the Cindy Foundation is official mad scientist wrangler. Hmm. You're the person who understands them. Is that his actual job? <laughs> yeah, pretty much whatever um, Sakura hired him to do. However, what I've been doing is. Oh, he's also a Texas Ranger. Yeah, studying this Texas Ranger manual. Does it teach you how to be a man? Uh, it teaches some things. There are various things that it teaches. For sure. Are you, uh, Did I learn any of these? I can't remember. You'd have written them under your hexlinging spells on another page if you had. Yeah, but Hexling. the problem is I don't know whether I did that before losing my character sheet and, and everything. No, you, you only lost your character sheet uh, towards the end game. Yeah, look at look at them and see if you remember any of It'll be on. I mean, I know there were some that I wanted to learn, but I can't remember whether I actually did learn any of them or not. I don't seem to have anything written on any of these back pages. No, they'd be under here, under Huck's powers. I feel like I did have stuff written there, though. Hear me? Bible? I think you might have been learning one of them. There's definitely one. I, let me look. I know you definitely learned level one in one of them, because Katie taught you it. Mm. Yeah, Katie definitely... I think it was... <coughs> I think it was dead shot. I feel like it was dead shot or maybe long shot. Maybe long dead shot. Those both sound maybe. Sh- it was one of those shooting ones. Well, for ease of thing, um, you can have one in both mm. or two in one. I think. Because I would have been practising this stuff as well. Yeah. 
I'm going to say let's have one in both. Okay. Sorry, everyone at home. Yeah. So write this down, can you? Okay, so write in the name of the thing. Dead shot. Okay, what's your smarts? Hang on. D12. So you've got one D12. Which would you write that in there? In there. That's what you roll when you're casting the spell. Right. In both. Yeah. Well, no, the... What was the other one? Long shot. And the other one was dead shot. Uh, yep, yep. 1d12 in both. Mm-hmm. You need a pair. That's the minimum hand you need. Is that both? Yep. Yeah. Speed is one. Both. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, duration, I think, doesn't matter because they're instant... Yeah, they're instant. Mm-hmm. And the range is... It doesn't have a range. Cause it... Oh, yeah. Long shot uses one wind, a, wind a round. Sorry. So, in, right. in du- duration, it's one wind per round on long shot. Yeah. Yeah. And dead shot is also one wind per round. Mm-hmm. And gives you bonuses to shoot in. Whereas long shot just essentially means you can shoot things even if they should be out of range. Okay. But there, if you cast a spell, mm-hmm. you can keep it going for as long as you want until you stop it. That's why it costs. It just it costs you one wind per round to keep it going. All right. Okay. So I've been practicing that stuff, and eventually, I decide that I want to go and find the professor. Okay. He. After scouting around the ground floor and checking his room, mm-hmm. he's nowhere inside the castle. Hmm. I widen my search. <clears throat> Where are you looking? In the grounds. Okay, you head out into the grounds. Mm-hmm. The groundskeeper is working on various things. Otherwise, it seems to be... Ah, the groundskeeper. Greg? We don't have a groundskeeper. Gardener? Ah, John Jones, the gardener. Yeah, you definitely have a gardener. Who wrote these things and I'm going to hold you to them. <laughs> That's why I have a list of woodmates. <laughs> I, like, I like that there's a, that he gets both names, but the stable boy is just listed as... Greg. <laughs> Greg doesn't have a surname. Greg, Greg has a mononym like Madonna or Cher. <laughs> he does have a surname, but it's silent. <laughs> well, thanks for that stable work, Greg. <laughs> Marie doesn't have a surname on this list. She does have one, however. Okay. Yeah, but it's going to be like, you know, Just Samdi. A... It's LaRue. Lavu or something like that. Uh, let's just speed this up. After a few minutes of searching, uh, you discover the professor in the machine mechanics workshop ooing and ahhing over various uh, tools for mechanical works. I wonder where you get sheet steel in this town. <sighs> what are you breaking? Oh, Ryan, 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 Ryan. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Ah, I, I have a new plan, considering that we've been left largely to our own devices. I'm going to construct a new vehicle. And then, a road trip. A, a road trip? Where to? What's, what, what's the plan? Oh, I'm going to go and see myself in New Orleans. Do I know about his shenanigans? You know, he claimed to have travelled through time, and he did just appear from nowhere mm. and thought you were dead and was all like, Oh, Ryan, you're alive! Still, I say, you can see yourself here. You want to go to New Orleans to buy a mirror? No, 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 the other me. What you say? You did say travel to New Orleans. I think you might not have meant travel to the city you're currently in. That's why he's confused. What city did I say? You said New Orleans. What city should I have said? It's, uh, the junkyard. That's Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. You want to go to Salt Lake City? Yes. <laughs> to see myself. The me who's currently in this timeline. You understand? Or do you understand? I say, um, like digging around for a piece of chalk. You find a piece of chalk? There is a chalkboard in here. <laughs> I start I start sketching things on the chalkboard. There's money. Do you understand? I'm from the future here. And I've come back in time to here. But there's already me in this timeline. It's a very good diagram. Thank you, thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Um, You've got to have a chalkboard, so when you have an idea, you've got something to write it on. <laughs> yes. Evelyn, for, um, for when the, um, Jenkins, when, the when the blackouts occur. Jenkins has thought of everything. She didn't even do it herself. She just got, she just got the butler to do it. Of course she did. She was like, Jenkins, I need a mechanics workshop. Flinty, you're the worst. Okay, there's just one thing that's missing. Why... Oh, um. Oh, that little, little diversion a few weeks ago is not the only um, major alteration we've had to deal with in time. There's a. Um, uh, something else that I don't quite remember because we last played this game six years ago mm. that also needs looking into. And I figured if I could pop along and help myself with that, we could possibly uh, avoid a. We could possibly avoid the death of whatever Richard's character was called. Odysseus? Odysseus Grant. A good friend of mine. Nephew to the President of the United States. A nephew of the President. And a Watley, probably? A Destrahan. No, he's a Grant. Aren't you worried that you're going to spoil your future or something? Or your present? Whatever. You did travel back to make an alternate timeline where Solomon Thayer's pestilence didn't destroy the world. I've, um... I've already altered all of time. I feel like a, a little extra noodling on top shouldn't hurt. Mm. You accidentally created an alternate timeline? Accidentally created an alternate timeline. Except you did it on purpose. Hmm. Deliberately created an alternate timeline. Uh, well, I'm not sure that this is a good idea, but I'm going to come along. <laughs> that's good I need someone to keep my more vigorous urges in check I say patting on the back uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not familiar with this town um 
where's its uh, where's its junkyard? Uh, where do you go for parts when you need them? Right. Well, you're streetwise, New Orleans. Or just roll your streetwise. The ship yard, the boat yard, the dock kind of thing. The, the, yeah. the shipyards? Yeah, yeah the ship that yards. would be one place to look. There's another place to look in town. Uh, yeah, I tell him that one and I roll my bones. Streetwise. I'm quite streetwise. Nine. Yep. Um, New Orleans. New Orleans. Orleans. Alonzi. New Orleans has a small shipyard, but it's mostly for repairs and things. Um, Thayer Shipping doesn't have its main shipyards here. Um, the best place to get uh, large uh, mechanical items from would be the Bayou Vermilion train yard, where they build trains. Train yard. Ah, oh, train yard, of course. <laughs> How did that slip my observitude? Mm. Well, I don't like my. I, I don't much like trains. Nor do I, my boy. Mm. The train yard is huge. It's on this island here. Mm. It, literally, most of these buildings behind here and around here is all the train yard. But they're probably good for parts. Hmm. Well, um, I produce a scruffy-looking list from my pocket. <sighs> well, there are two lists of parts for both devices. Exactly what sort of vehicle yeah, did I'm you have in mind? I'm looking at one of the two lists. Exactly what sort of vehicle did you have in mind? Why, it's going to be the finest steam wagon this century's ever seen. Huh. Doesn't even use steam. I I don't bother saying that. <laughs> but it's true. Why did you put steam wagon in quotes? Well, my invention's magnificence will belie such a insignificant term. Plus, it doesn't really even run on steam anymore. What does it run on? Oh, um. Proprietary ghost rock derivatives of my own design. Fine. <laughs> it explodes so well. <laughs> hmm. I guess I should be, um. Let's, uh, let's start with the frame. I need sheet steel and I need copper and I need wires. Hmm. How would you fancy a trip to the train yard? Well, are you going there? Yes. Then I'm going there. Okay, <laughs> let's pop along there and exchange currency for goods or services. Come. What a novel thought. <laughs> Come, let's walk, because I'm not riding that thing, I say, gesturing in the general direction of the garage. Hmm. All right. You're not even sure how to start it. I don't point that out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you, uh, as you're about to leave, uh, uh, Professor Master Connor, 
Sorry to interrupt, says Jenkins. How did you... The door was... I swear the door was closed. Did you... How did you... How did I what, sir? What did you want to say? Just to let you know that Dr. Destrahan uh, has sent a message that she'll not be returning to the barracks this evening. Neither will Miss Hanato. Oh, what a... Um... Obvious construct for getting them out of the way while we have our side quest. No, they could be in the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, no, all right. I'll go find them and have lengthy conversations with them just so you have to role-play their characters in character. Fine. <laughs> oh, um, thank you, Jenkins. Um, they just wish to let you know there may be a few days. They're going down to the uh, Thayer shipyard. Here in the city with the uh, officials from the government to take formal possession of Thayer Shipping Headquarters. They think it might take a while. Ugh, government, eh? Sounds very exciting. I'm sure it is. Miss Hanato was positively glowing. That may be because she's pregnant. Mm. She is so pregnant. Very pregnant, sir. Mm. She gets so pregnant. Um, I believe... I could construct some sort of device. I believed in the usual way, except that it wasn't her body at the time she got pregnant. <laughs> well, I'm not entirely sure I understand the full story, but... Almost it... as bad as an episode of EastEnders. <laughs> Sorry, that's something they have in the future. Whatever that is. <laughs> you, guys, you guys haven't got that yet. Anyway, so if you require anything else, please do let me know. Otherwise, I will return to my duties. Uh, did you equip this facility? Yes, sir. Um, are there any chance you could purchase more tools from wherever you obtained this first set? Yes, of course. What uh, do you require? Hmm. I wrote a list of things uh, for him to buy, which is, are things that I've noticed are missing. Basically, like... Two different kinds of cutting torches, uh, one of which may or may not even exist in this time period. I'm just, you know, I'm just jotting things down. I'll have them here by the end of the day, sir. Oh, thank you, Jenkins. Jerkins. (laughs) Jerkins, whatever. I I pat him on the butler. Fucking ghost. Um, (laughs) You you head out. Um, Are you walking or are you getting a cab? How far is it? Well... You are going to have to cross the river. You live around about here. Uh, no, where's the French Quarter gone? Over here in the French Quarter. Uh-huh. The train yard is this side of the river. Mm. So you're going to have to take a boat to get over there. Literally, this whole thing is the train yard. Well, since it's such a lovely day... Is it a lovely day? Um, it's September in New Orleans, so it's muggy. And it's going to be raining soon. Since it's such a lovely day, let's uh, let's walk down to the river and we'll hail a cab there. What say you? Sounds good. Hmm. You wander the streets of New Orleans. You pass Congo Square. <sighs> Currently quiet. And you hail a river taxi to take you across to the Bayou Vermilion train yard. Mm-hmm. Do we own them yet? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Should get Evelyn on that. They own some of it. They own enough to have a board seat. <laughs> Christ. 
basically own every company in every fictional company in the Deadlands. I seem to remember that we invaded this place once. Um, you did sneak in once. Mm. Uh, now we're going under cover of daylight. You decided to run away because of all the uh, security guards mm. that weren't zombies. Do you think they might have been zombies? Security zombies. Yeah. yeah all right. Where are you going? There's the train station, or are you going to try and go around to the offices? Hmm, well. Probably the offices. This is a business thing. Hmm. Although we may have more truck... <coughs> we may have more truck dealing with our engineers. Uh... <sighs> All right, let's go and talk to the offices first. That should be... Let's see how we get on. Yeah. Uh, you want him inside? The door guard let the footman on the door, lets you in, because you both look semi-respectable. Uh, I look like... Um, and the young lady behind the reception desk asks how she can come in. Uh, good evening, madam. Um, I was hoping to purchase some equipment and or supplies from your facility. Now, is that possible? You wish to place an order for train parts, sir? Yes, yes, and parts in general, that sort of thing. We do have some. You need to make an appointment to see Facilitator Maxwell. He's in charge of purchasing and uh, transactions and inventory. She flicks to her book. I can probably get you an appointment next week on Tuesday. That will be bearable. Well, I mean, is there anything that we can get that's earlier? No, the facilitator is quite busy. And you have just walked in off the street without a prior appointment. Um. Ryan, kill this woman. No! <laughs> <laughs> Guards! Guards! <laughs> I understand, uh, but time is of the essence, and um, I'd really like if you could help us out. We do need these parts quite urgently. Are you, are you persuading her? Mm. Yeah, well, we are persuade. Um. Well, if it really is urgent, I guess I could get you in tomorrow if, um, but it would have to be at, um, 10pm. That is more than adequate, my dear. You have done yourself and us a great service. Yes, that, that would be fine. Thank you very much for your help. Can I ask in advance what kind of part you're after? At least then I can give the facilitator's secretary a heads up. Ah, uh, you, um, you have some paper? Yes. She gives you some. <laughs> and a pen. Uh, I jot down um, a list of things which are basically like sheet steel, uh, you know... Rivets, copper pipes, um, wiring of various kinds, um, cogs and shit. You know, it's just it's just a, a, a shopping list that's probably about like a half of the stuff on this list. 
Yeah. Just to speed things forward a bit, because you are essentially shopping for parts. Mm. You give it a list. You eventually get in to see the guy the next day. Some money changes hands, which you charge to the Cinti Foundation. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> for services rendered while saving the world, they owe me. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe 20 years of future pay. <laughs> yeah, they quibble that one. <laughs> we'll talk about that. They set the lawyer on you. <laughs> I can build a better lawyer. <laughs> this guy's not dead. <laughs> yeah, the first thing my lawyer bot's going to do is dismember him. Okay, uh, you get parts. They are swiftly delivered. It takes a few days. Are you doing anything in the meanwhile, or are you just... Mm. Anxiously waiting for parts. All of those tools you ordered had arrived when you got returned to the barracks? All of them. Yeah. He's a very strange butler. He is. I... Right, I wasn't 100% sure that this cutting, well, that plasma cutting thing or whatever it was like, not from this time period, but now I know for sure it isn't. So I'm going to, I'm going to add something. I'm going to go. Oh, could you get me one of these? And I add something extraordinarily futuristic that literally is from like, yeah, tw- something cutting edge from 20 years in the future. Like I don't know, look, a Geiger counter or something. You know, something which which isn't invent, which definitely, absolutely, 110% isn't invented yet. I'm like. Oh, Jenkins, sorry, could you get me one of these? One of what, sir? I write it on a piece of paper for him. Mm, I'll see if I can, sir. Oh, thank you, thank you. I I watch him hawkishly to see when see how he leaves. He walks out and crosses the guard and goes into the house. Mm. You know, I have a funny feeling about that butler. Everyone has a funny feeling about that butler. That's not new. You know, he's, he never really seems to walk anywhere. He just... Only when you look at him. He's definitely in the house. You ring that bell and he'll turn up immediately. I guarantee it. I'd say peering through the window. To be fair, I don't see anyone walk unless I look at them. You know what I mean. Probably. I'm not sure I do. <laughs> the door opens. And one of the young... Uh, late teenagers who live in the castle or wanders in. The one with shocking red hair. Oh, I see. Okay, right. Yeah, I know who you mean. <laughs> I, I thought you meant we'd just take it in some orphans. <laughs> we do have an orphanage, but that's somewhere else. Yeah, and that's, that's purely I, for grotesque medical research. I don't know who you mean. The imps. Ah. It's um, Flamo. Well met. That's what I said. Here's an ear. What are you doing in here? Science, I say, flapping my lab coat so that it looks very dramatic. This is Mistress Evelyn's workroom. Did she say you could be in here? Yes, she did. Oh, okay. She just said to keep an eye on it. Mm. And you have admirably, my boy. And your name? Wellnet. Have we met? No. Well, then it's a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Mm. Ryan, who's the weird guy? Who's the professor? I'm the professor. We have a professor now. Yes. 
Ah, the professor. The professor. The professor. He builds things. I build things. Like Elizabeth does? Yes. But better. But don't tell her I said that. She mostly builds guns. He's really more about the vehicles. Mm. Oh, what, like Mistress? Yes. Oh, you're going to use her engine designs? Well, I mean, they're somewhat inferior, but they're a good starting point. Really inferior? Have you seen them? They're amazing. Well, they're... All that meat. What is that about? Don't ask me. Works, though. Yes, yes. I, I prefer cold, hard steel between my thighs. Uh. <laughs> right. Well, uh, nice to meet you, Professor. Welcome to the barracks. Yes, uh, I am in the room next to yours, I believe, from the <laughs> occasional ruckus I've heard. You kids, eh? I, I look at him panically and just sort of pat him once. Yes. Us kids. Yes. Not before you enter our room. I wasn't planning on it. Good. Wait, wasn't planning to enter it or wasn't planning to knock? Yes. Right. (laughs) Well, if anything bad happens to you because you barge in, it's your own fault. Duly noted. Oh, and the same goes for you in this room. That's why I knocked. Mm. I've no need to threaten the man. Who's threatening who? We're not threatening you. We're not threatening. Look, we're the best of pals, I say, smiling broadly. Oh wait, that hasn't been invented yet. Does he do that? Yeah. <laughs> I just I just examine his knuckles curiously. He takes his hand away. Uh, it's a greeting for in our home country. Ah, quite good, quite good. What's your home country? Spain. <laughs> I haven't heard Ah, do habla espanol. Habla espanol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, see? I don't I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> you heard Spain, surely? Oh, I thought you said Bane. More <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, like Batman. <laughs> no, Spain. You know. Explains why he talks like gay Sean Connery. The <laughs> Peninsula. Ah, where the ham comes from. Well, I'll leave you to it, Professor. Have fun making things. Oh, I certainly am. He buggers off. All right, how do we start? <sighs> well, now that we have these cutting torches, I say, gesturing them wildly, all we have to do is uh, begin cutting. Tell me, what are your, uh, what are your cutting skills like? Uh, I I don't remember how how much you knew at this time. Oh, um. You know, I oh, think it's a G. Sorry, I was reading something and was like, the what crab? But but it was a G. It meant grab. Right. Well, I thought it said tentacle crab. <laughs> it's a lot more terrifying than tentacle grab. Yeah, but it's certainly, uh, <laughs> certainly still a distressing thing to hear. Right. Cancer of the... Oh, right. <laughs> um... Oh, oh, tinkering. Um, yes, I, I, I tinker. I, I, I have tunk. <laughs> Good. Well, splendid. Let's get to work. I start sketching on the uh, on the pieces of sheet steel that we bought, like you know, 
holes and stuff where cuts and rivets have to go. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. We're doing science now. Ryan, why were you tinkering first? Tinker, 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 tinker. you are assisting the professor. Fourteen. Just need to work this out. You get plus five to your tinkering roll, Professor. Uh, am I tinkering or am I mad sciencing? You are. Or am I? Oh, Christ, it's tinkering, right? He's already done the mad science. Yeah, you've done the mad science. You've got the design. And let's tinker away. Oh no! Goodbye. That doesn't count. Of course, it doesn't. It's the wrong sort of dice. <laughs> Even more doesn't count. Cheating. I just dropped a dice. It wasn't on purpose. Um, oh god, what do I do? Well, tinkering. You can spend chips. Oh god. Oh god. How does that work? I didn't draw any <laughs> chips. Didn't you? <laughs> I gave you the bag. <laughs> I literally gave you the bag. No, we were quibbling over whether he got to draw three or four. Uh, he gets to draw three. Aye, Ryan, tis luck of the Irish. Cheating, put it back. He I did not cheat. He didn't cheat. You can see into the bag. I didn't. He didn't look in the bag. I did not look in the bag. I promise I was not. Guesses! The players have a legend chip. Yes. <laughs> mm. High five. No. Not for you. <laughs> um, all right. How does chips work? Look on the back of your character sheet. Oh, make a me, white chip. Make me read. Okay. Well, white but, but, I mean, do I do it, do I do it before? Before you are. Right. So I can't fix it afterwards if it all goes wrong. Yeah. You have to spend them before you are. Oh, so if I spend a white chip, I get an extra die. Yeah. So your tinkering is 5d whatever. You'd get 6d whatevers. All right. I have this white chip. Well, tinkering. There are any double lollies in there? Double lollies? Yeah. No, you know double lollies. I don't think there are. What's a double lolly? It's one of those lollies that's like a disc. It's like made out of chalk. Oh, no. Yeah, they all went. They, they stiffed us. There was supposed to we, I bought a bag of two bags of nothing but lollies, and in the two bags there was only two of those chalk lollies. Actually, can I have something that, that might unjam my throat? Maybe a drumstick? Just don't break your teeth. I've already done that, and then they got the fucking appointment for dental surgery. So I rolled them all together, even though I had one. Yeah. And I just keep the highest. Yeah. Uh, and I ro- they roll up? Yeah. 18 plus 2. 20. Plus 5. It's 5. 25. Five. The professor knows what he's doing. You are directing <laughs> Ryan. Of course! Ah. Mommy or bigger. Oh god. Um, no, spirit. Oh god. Really? <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, I feel a case of the vapors coming on. Four or four. Several times whilst you're working, you make small adjustments mm. you don't remember planning. Oh, good. 
just little flashes and changes to the cutting of the the um. I like no here down. here this this way, and I guide your hand much like the uh, the pottery scene from Ghost, but less sexy. Much less sexy. <laughs> <laughs> like an order of magnitude less sexy. Mm. And by the end of the second day, you have the um, chassis of your beautiful car all built. What do you think, Ryan? I say patting you companionably. It looks like no steam wagon you've ever seen. Normally a steam wagon is a big box on wheels. Like a coach. This thing is sleek with curves and it has plates for glass to be inserted and doors that will swing upwards. Well, it's very nice but I don't see it going anywhere. We have to attach the wheels first. Hmm. And then... And the engine goes in the back of all places. I was inspired by this fellow I met, this nice Mr. Hitler... Invent the Volkswagen. That's totally true. I know. They have engines in the back. That's where I'm going with this. It wasn't his idea. It was. It wasn't his... It sort of was, actually. I mean, the engine in the back thing. Well, you know. He may have been bring people into a meeting and like... (laughs) Put the engine in the back. I had an amazing dream. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I thought you had a car, <laughs> but the engine is make it, make it happen, make it happen, or I will kill you. I will kill you, <laughs> no, honey. I have to stop you there. He did gather people together in a room and be like, "I've had a dream." He did do that bit. But <laughs> <laughs> the dream turned out to be a nightmare. Wasn't that Martin Luther King? <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> a dream that every Jew... Jesus, where is... How did this end up so dark? Let's move on. Um, I, quick, someone find Jason Donovan. We need some... Um, Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat to get us out of this. Has anyone checked, like, you know, the past? <laughs> Surely the future. Yeah, the home for Z-list actors. Um, yeah, by the end of the day, you have the chassis. Oh, that was exhausting. Ordinarily, I'd stay up through the night and carry on working, but I, I, I grow old in my old age. I say. I guess you do. Mm. Someone knocks on the outside of the door. I, I look around for a turpentine. That's not the right word. Tarpaulin. That I can put over the car. You toss a tarpaulin over the car. Come, come. General gesture hands swans in. Boy, there you are. Who are you again? General Destrahan. I'm saying this out of character. Oh, it's Evelyn's granddad. Ah, yes, yes. Runs the armies in this I know who he is now. Boy, there you are. What's the news? Um, Katie wants to see you tomorrow. Down at her office. Well, I say her office, it's kind of my office, but you know. When? Oh, she said drop in sometime in the morning before 10. Texas Rangers business, by the way. 
damn cheek asking me to deliver her messages. We've met, haven't we? Yeah. Hello, General. Ah, Professor. Mm. Having fun? Science is very important. Oh, yes, I'm having a lot of fun. Good. Well, seems my granddaughter's going to be tied up for a while. Uh, uh, apparently they're claiming that they should get the entire shipping fleet, and I just don't think that's on. We did. They did stop the world from being destroyed. Yes, yes, yes I'm sure. But the Confederate government needs to replace some of the ships we lost in that business with the exploding things. They did stop the world from being destroyed. Hell, we'll work something out. Mm. Anyway, yes, Cajun says go in and see her once as soon as you can tomorrow morning. Some Texas Rangers thing. You're a Texas Ranger now, boy. Get used to it. Mm. Well, I'll lead you two to it. I'm going to go see if Jenkins can rustle up some grub. All right. We're building a vehicle. Good. <laughs> what kind of vehicle? An ordinary steam wagon, I think. Oh. You couldn't build something exciting like my daughter, granddaughter. Come on, Professor. The Confederate States needs innovation. If we're going to beat the Yankees. We're building your granddaughter. What? My granddaughter is not a robot. She isn't, no. That's true. I've made a mistake. I'm sorry. Scientists. Crazy bunch. A lot of you. Oh, I've arranged a gift for you tomorrow as well. From me? Oh, for the castle. A little thank you from me to you for saving my granddaughter's life. Oh, I'm sure that's the most kind of you. Anyway, I shall see you soon. He swans off. Swans off. Take a drink. <laughs> you heard him, Nido. <laughs> I vacillate around the lab. <laughs> oh. I, I'm done for the day. I'm going to turn him. Have a good evening, Ryan. I'll patting you on the head. I'll see you later tomorrow. Oh, good luck with your little assignation in the morning. I'll try and carry on without you. Oh, I'm sure you'll be fine. Don't do anything important. Righty-ho. I might put the wheels on. That involves getting the wheels, I suppose. Mm, everything's fine. Make me a cognition check. Uh, nine, 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 or nine. Nine, seven. <laughs> um, there is a long steel... Um, what trunk? Chest. Chest. Kind of built into the wall. You know, it has a wheel on it. Hmm. When you look inside, there are racks of wheels for Evelyn's dune buggy. Big ones and the small ones. You could totally uh, appropriate some of these and <laughs> adjust them to your needs. I just peer inside and I'm like... Hmm. And mainly, the, 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 back, the back wheels are about, you know, monster truck sized wheels. But um, the, the, the front smaller wheels. front wheels, you mm. totally could uh, 
work with them. She wouldn't notice a few of these, I say to myself as I'm leaving the uh, lab. Are you doing anything tonight, Ryan? Um, I left you in the lab. No, I mean, once I know what the plan is for tomorrow, I just uh, head back and um, have a quieter evening. Yeah, Marie serves dinner in the dining room. Maria? Marie. <coughs> and you have a pleasant evening. Charmed. That e- mor- next morning mm. at... Uh, do you go to breakfast one or do you go straight to Katie? Uh, I do go to breakfast, yeah. Right. You're sat down at breakfast with the professor. Um, Elizabeth is there, being all chirpy and southern lass-like. Chirpy, southern lass-like. <laughs> I think Applejack. Fine role-playing, sir. <laughs> what, what's she talking about? What's she talking about? Mm. Oh, she's building some new gun, and her dad's coming to visit. So she's off to pick him up from the train station later. Who is Elizabeth? Uh, Craig's character. Uh, yep, also. Oh. You're waiting there when a the door opens and a bronze figure rolls in on two wheels. They have a magnificent top hat and they slide up to the uh, table and a of steam. Greeting, sir. Would you care for breakfast? It's Mr. Inspiration. Roll me a gut check, Ryan. <laughs> Do I know Mr. Inspiration? Yes, yes. You met Mr. Inspiration. Was I around for that? You were around for Mr. Inspiration. Hmm. You weren't. You were killed by Mr. Inspiration. <laughs> yes. But yeah. he's heard all about him. And then he was around for Mr. Inspiration for quite a while before Temi left. Yeah. Her. Before you got to Gamora and everything. I call you my club. Mr. Inspiration. Um, what am I doing? Guts. <laughs> Mr. Inspiration, the patent murder machine. <laughs> I'm gutsy. Eleven. Yeah, you, you're a little bit... What the hell? Oh, plus um, five. Um, Sixteen. You what? have five grit? Yeah. I have to remember that fact. It's very important. Christ, you've got a fucking... Um, thingy. Uh, Los El Diablos. You've you got, you got the fucking... Harbingers of the Apocalypse after you now. I've been around... Um, to it, around. It starts serving you breakfast as General Destrehan walks in. Ah, good, it's working. What do you think, Professor? What is it? I say appreciatively. It's the latest thing from the West Coast, a breakfast machine. Um, it's making pancakes, producing coffee. Oh, has like compartments sliding open. I need to work on you, I say. Last time I saw one of these things at... It tried to weaponize toast. The general looks confused. It's a breakfast machine. Yeah. Surprisingly deadly. Really? How? It's making muffins and bacon. Weaponized toast, I say in that tone of voice. It's the only thing that I don't think was would be too bad um, that, like, if it got destroyed in this room. Um... Did, the dining room there's sideboard is there a charming vase there are charming vases um I'd say to Mr. Inspiration I need you to take out that vase 
Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. He wheels over, picks up the vase, wheels out. You misunderstand me. I needed to put back that vase. Wheels back, places the vase down. I am here to serve breakfast. I Could am Mr. Inspiration. An inspiration to you all. Could you stay here and destroy that vase? Negative. Mr. Inspiration makes breakfast, <laughs> not weapons. <laughs> you know, it really sounds like it's trying to convince itself of that fa- fact. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, like weaponized host, Professor. What an intriguing idea, I say, stroking mm. my chin. Trust what? me, these things are deadly on, in the right hand. Wrong? Right. In certain hands. The, the general just looks baffled. Well, I'll admit it has potential as a weapon, but it doesn't come with weapons. It comes with a toaster and a coffee percolator. Oh. I've seen things I can't unsee, okay? <laughs> well, perhaps you saw a prototype or something. They're a production model. They're starting to roll out of the West now. Oh, God. Who greenlit that? Well, I assume that... I think finding that out would be quite interesting. (laughs) But I don't know. I can't say anything about that in character, and I can't tell you about it because that would be metagaming. (laughs) So, you know, you have to stricken this conversation from the record. No, strike it from the record. Stricken it. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Inspiration resumes serving breakfast. Mm, I tuck into the breakfast. It's really good. This is an excellent breakfast, Mr. Robot Man. I am Mr. Inspiration, an inspiration to you all. I am truly inspired by you, I say, looking up at him. Um, oh, hello. Do you accept breakfast? I tentatively accept breakfast. It's quite good. There's no, there's no deadly hails or bullets or um, poison darts. I've got the poison darts in the coffee maker. Mr. Inspiration. <laughs> Hypothetically, could you kill a man with toast? Negative. Toast is not a lethal weapon. Hmm. Could you poison the toast? Negative. This unit is designed to not poison food. Are there units which are designed to poison food? This unit does not know. Hmm. I mean, it's weird that they'd write that in. (laughs) I suppose you could have questions about food hygiene, couldn't you, boy? I am not a boy. I am Mr. Inspiration. An inspiration to Yes, 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 quite. <laughs> Very presumptuous. <laughs> but so cheery, it sort of gets to you after a while. I can play 60 different jolly tunes to accompany your breakfast. Oh, please, I say. It starts playing, you know, brass band, oompa-pa kind of style of music. This is splendid. Elizabeth is sketching idly in a notepad, occasionally muttering things about toast and balances and weight. <laughs> Look, I'll bet you ten dollars that that thing turns out to be deadly at some point. You're on. <laughs> uh, wait, ten current dollars or ten future dollars? Current dollars. Oh. No, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's sort of your money, but not your money. My money, I earned it. I saved the world. You have a charming breakfast with Mr. Inspiration. Mm. Serving mm. it. Ryan watches it very closely. Yeah. Oh, um, 
So what do you do when you're not making breakfast? Nothing. I am a breakfast machine. I am designed to make breakfast. So for 23 hours a day you do nothing? Once there is no need for breakfast, I shut down. What do you think about while you're shut down? I do not think. I am programmed merely to serve breakfast. How do you feel about the abstract concept of love? I do not understand. Well, love is when a man and a woman. (laughs) Professor! Oh, sorry, I uh, got a bit ahead of myself there. You have a lovely breakfast. What are you doing after breakfast? Um, I want to go to my meeting that has been arranged for me. Hey, what are you doing, Professor? I'm going to blow the bloody wheels on. Do that first, and I will be right back. Roll tinkling. Right into the lab, I have it raised up on the uh, raising platform. So first you have to roll with tinkling. Are you building regular wheels, or wheels that will work with the hover system? Um, I assume you want to install the hover system. Yeah. It came in so handy last time. Yeah, no... I wouldn't really consider it a car without one. Fancier wheels. Roll me your mad science. Mad science. That's a D20. What? D12. That's just a lot of them. Uh, 14. You while away a few hours deconstructing some wheels, putting in the propellers so that they're housed in the middle and will spin. Adjusting the gimbals. Do build the axle frame in the correct manner with all the um, hmm. swiveling ball sockets. And you wire it all together. Yeah, it's assembling. And by lunchtime you have the four wheels attached to the car. Yes, random. And you have two spare wheels to strap to the side. Okay. This is going splendidly. Hey, what, I think I'll take that breakfast robot apart and... Uh... Give it the ability to feel pain. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a good point. What? Now I've got the wheels on, and there isn't really anything I can do. How long is Ryan's meeting? Does it take all day? I'm, I'm wondering whether I should wait for him or whether we're going to come desynchronised. Um, no, carry on. He'll be gone for a few hours. Well, okay, so if it's got to about lunchtime, is he back after lunch? He's not back after lunch. All right, so... Um, I'm going to go and seek out Mr. Inspiration. He's, um, where are you looking for him? The kitchen? Hey, you went into the kitchen. Mr. Inspiration is parked in a corner in the kitchen, deactivated. There are several cooks in here, and the massive, great, big, fat, black, well, not fat, but she's big and broad, uh, black lady who is the voodoo queen. Ah, Professor, how be ye today? Robots don't say ye. No, no, this is Marie speaking. <laughs> I know. It's a quote. Um, how, be- how may we helping you today, Professor? I wanted to have a look at that lovely new contraption of yours, I say, eyeing the robot. Why? I wanted to see if I could make it better. Thanks for the offer, Professor, but I can assure you, no improvement is necessary. But it could make breakfast ten times as fast, ten times as strong, ten times as deadly. Why don't you draw up some plans and we'll discuss them after? Yes, yes, all right. That's a, 
Are you fobbing me off? Yes. Mm. I'm taking this, I say, and I take a roll. Don't eat that, Professor. They haven't been cooked yet. You know, it's very squishy. Splodge. I have one of these. Thank you. They have raisins in and cinnamon. What are you, the devil? No, I'm the voodoo queen. Back out the room. <laughs> Not letting you tinker with our new breakfast robot. She saw what the last one could do. <laughs> <laughs> why, why have we welcomed this murderous robot into our midst? Because this one is just a breakfast machine. For now. <laughs> <laughs> it, who's mass producing them? The Collegio. But they kill a robot. No, they're breakfast machines. I reckon it's a killer robot in disguise. It's a breakfast machine. I'm going to carefully examine this breakfast machine, but like, you know, at night when nobody's looking. <laughs> Alright. What now? Um, you go to Katie's office, so I just need to send this message. So, Ryan, you arrive, you go to the headquarters for the uh, Federal uh, Armed Forces here in um, Norwegian. You are showing up to Katie's office. She looks up from her paperwork. Ah, Ryan, you're here. You know, carrying this Bible around is making everyone suspicious. Well, keep it in a pocket. You'd have to have it out in public. Well, I know that, but I want to read it. Well, slip a different cover on it. Mm. She pulls open the drawer. Um, <laughs> I can give you a Mills and Boone dust jacket. Uh, won't be invented for almost <laughs> 80 years. Uh, how about um, the Memoirs of Sherlock Holmes dust jacket? Um, Sure. A boy's adventure book for boys? She hands you a dust jacket. Good. I, uh, I slip it over. Some people think... Better. See? We, we, we have thought of this. <laughs> anyway, I asked you here today uh, mainly because we need to talk about your training. We do? Well, yes, you need to get some. Mm. I assume you've read the... Um, Pertinent parts of the Bible by now. Yes. You understand our command structure? More or less. We are a military organisation. I mean, I skimmed it. Well, this is going to go swimmingly then, isn't it, Ryan? <laughs> you need to understand that you are now part of a military installation... Inst- installation? Institution. Institution. <laughs> you are technically a um, private... In the Confederate Army, under the direct command of the Texas Rangers. Yeah. So you are subject to military law during war, wartime. You are expected to comport yourself in a manner befitting a member of the Confederate States Army. And you get a lot of perks, because you're not a regular member of the armed forces, you're a Texas Ranger. Very prestigious. I wouldn't have given you that book and that badge if I didn't think you were up to the job. True. But the general insists I have to run you through some 
examinations to check with your UPTRA R standards. You're testing me? Yes. Hmm. So, what's that book? What's your name? Ryan Connor. Can answer questions. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> this ah. is easy so far. Ah, this is a load of nonsense. But the general insists. Uh, do you know how to fire a gun? I pull my gun out. Yes. Are you willing to put your life on the line for the honour and integrity of your fellow Texas Rangers and countrymen? To aid them when in trouble? To leap forward and be the person who responds to a disaster? I mean, it's tricky to know unless you're there, really, isn't it? <laughs> Level-headed does not make wild proclamations of heroism. Check. Although I tend to find myself doing that sort of thing by mistake anyway. Yes, I know. It just happens, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I was in Gamora with you. Mm. You saw what we both got up to. You, you, you try to approach these things logically and sensibly and think about them, and then you still end up firing a cannon on an exploding airship. Mm. Launching rockets into devil beasts. Devil bees. I have been swinging on more ropes than average. So we'll buckle your swash. Buckle your swash. Ah, you said buckle. Oh no, don't buckle, that's not buckle of the fork. Oh, yeah. so, so he's able to detect uh, minor <laughs> grammatical errors, check. This test is going very well, <laughs> it seems quite, quite rigged. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe slightly rigged. <laughs> hey, Katie thinks it's a waste of time. Very perceptive. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you swear to uphold the honour of the uh, Constitution of the Confederate States of America? I mean, I guess. Good. I'll do. I mean, you've read the secret bits in there. It's hardly like, you know, we're going to just, you know... Up and abandon people to terrifying monsters beyond time and space. Yeah, but why aren't we more worried about this stuff than, like, the other side? That's what I don't get. What do you mean? We are worried about that stuff. There's a whole agent of Texas Rangers out there whose job is to make sure that stuff doesn't destroy the fabric of society. Mm. Our job is to contain... Destroy and cover up. Well, that I can get behind. Because, you know, if some of the stuff we have to deal with got out there, it would cause mass panic. Things would just collapse. Well, I've been thinking. Mm hmm. There's got to be folks on the other side who are doing the same kind of thing. Right? Yes, the agency. Remember, you met the ghost in Gamora? He works for them. Ah. They're the union's department for weird stuff. So... Their, their general um, MO is to destroy it all. 
Mm-hmm. Rather, ours is to learn what we can use and destroy what is terrifyingly dangerous. Well, I mean, okay, but generally our goals are similar, right? Yep, but they work for the enemy, my boy. I mean, as much as me and the Abraham would like to work together as when we can, we still got to not piss off our politicians. That's fine. I guess what I'm getting at is if I end up in a situation mm-hmm. where there's some bad stuff mm-hmm. and there's some agency there. Give them the wink and the nodge and say, hey guys, can you help me out? Wink and the nodge. <laughs> oh, okay. So we've got a bit of uh, an understanding. Mm-hmm. They might kindly escort you over the border afterwards. Mm-hmm. With a thank you for helping out. Um, but they. And a sound beating. They are generally sensible enough that these things need to be stopped. I'm glad we cleared this up because I'm going to level with you. Mm hmm. I don't really care about this whole Confederacy. What's the other side called? Union. Union uh, stuff. I certainly am. I'm here to keep the people safe. Exactly. But I have to do it within the constraints of our political system, which is the Confederacy. Fine. Fine. I'm glad we cleared it up. I was worried. I didn't want you to send me off to, like, war with some union folks who... Don't worry, we don't send Texas Rangers to the front line, that'd be stupid. Mm. We're much We're much more valuable looking after this sort of stuff. Anyway, I'm glad to say you have passed your orientation exam, sign this large piece of paper here. Alright, I, I, I want to I want to look through it. It's, it's like a really long, well-written uh, treatise on why you should be a Texas Ranger with proper questions and then several pages of answer and mm-hmm. examination notes by your trainers, all sorts of stuff. Most of it appears to be in your handwriting as well. Oh, man. I, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. You are good. Mm. So sign away. Wait. What? Why are you doing this? Because I think you're a good ranger, Ryan. With the skills, I've seen you in action... I know what you're capable of. Hmm. Evelyn recommends you. Sakura recommends you. She shows you can be an annoying twit at times, but you're good at what you do. Well, it, it sounded like twit. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have given you that badge if I didn't think you could do it. Okay. This will keep the pencil pushers in Richmond happy. Alright, I sign it eventually. Do you get the same effects as, uh, you know, the little mermaid when she signs that, when she signs the contract? Cool. Well, then one of these is yours. She hands you a badge. Okay. Because she hasn't given you one yet. I take the badge. Generally, it's more se- it's sensible to not adver- advertise to the world that you're a Texas Ranger unless you need to. Well, that was going to be my next question, actually. Why do we have this big old badge? 
Well, normally you keep it hidden in a secret inside pocket so that generally you can go about your daily lives. And But then when they're, you know, terrifying Mojave rattler worms are eating the homesteaders and you need the sheriff to send along his deputies, you can pull it out and be like, Sheriff, come with me. And he'll, he'll be like, fair enough, sir, and help. Okay. It's ID for when you need it. All right. Cool. Well then, I'm going to leave you on assignment with the Cindy Foundation. Yeah! You are the Texas Ranger liaison. Office. Um, they had one before, but she died in Gamora. <laughs> she did. <sighs> she was a good girl. She wasn't. Talented. Skillful. Really should have jumped off that airship. Hmm. Breasts from here to there. No, that that was that's the core's current body. <laughs> Breath out to here. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, that has taken you most of the morning. All right. I what you head back to the barracks. To you get back to the barracks. Figure out how um, Professor. As you get back to the barracks, you see the professor coming out of the main house. You've just finished talking to the voodoo queen in the kitchens. I'm grumbling and eating a roll. Looks like a really nice roll. Professor, what are you grumbling and eating a roll about? <laughs> oh, uh, I wanted to have a look at that uh, Mr. Inspiration, but I was shooed away. <laughs> Quite impertinently. Were you trying to, I don't know, modify it? I just wanted to have a look inside and see if it... Well, you say you encountered one of these things before and killed a whole bunch of people. If you want that £10, I'd probably advise leaving it alone. Although I don't want to jeopardise my own chances of winning the money. Well, uh, $10, you mean, Charlie. $10, yeah. I, um... I was thinking that perhaps... I could just have a quick look inside it, make sure there wasn't any sort of hidden murder mode. <laughs> You'd be surprised. It I would, could tell you stories of whisks. It would not surprise me at all. I have an idea of where that thing comes from. Yes. Well, I was thinking of maybe sneaking back into the place tonight and having a quick peek, you know. Nothing that'll hurt the old fella, just a little look inside. Mm, well, on the one hand, I'm not sure that's a good idea. On the other hand, I do quite want ten dollars. <laughs> I forgot what are the terms of the deal. Uh, you bet that it's going to go crazy. No, that at some point it will prove to be deadly. Right. <laughs> well, I'll be popping in a bit later on. Um, so it starts to rain really heavily. Big. Full-on New Orleans Bayou-style monsoon rain. Oh, this has been uh, this has been coming for some for some time. Come, come quickly, quickly! I hustle you over towards the. Uh, you hurry inside. Uh, uh, workshop. You get into the workshop. Straining outside. Well, it looks like we've got a long day of sciencing. Sciencing. Right, where are we in the process? Oh, you'll notice I've done this this morning, I say, gesturing <laughs> to the wheels. 
Oh. They don't look like normal wheels. They look a bit... They look like they have propellers in where the hub should be. Weird. And you... currently they're locked in place, but it looks like they're on little pistons that can pull them in. So rather than turning the wheel, they'll just spin like propellers. Oh, where did you get them? Oh, I, I built them from uh, just some wheels that were lying around, I say evasively, trying not to look over at the chest in the corner of the room, which had previously had some wheels in. There's still some left. Yes. I shrug. But less, less wheels. I shrug. Mm. So, what's next? What is next? Um... Oh, sorry, I closed the door. <laughs> <laughs> you closed the door and it's raining inside now? <laughs> um, Alright, so what have I done? I've done the frame. Have I done the doors? I don't think I've done the doors. You built the doors, they're just not attached. Right. Um, I haven't built an engine for it. No. Nope. Uh, I've put the pipes in, because I got those from the train company. Yeah. Uh... Uh, electrical dynamo. I don't know if I got one of those. You haven't built that. I've got you got copper for it, but yeah. you haven't built it. Right. Uh, the hover system. I've put you, in. You've installed wheels. the mechanical bits. Yeah. But you just haven't um, connected it to the engine yet. Because uh, it doesn't. The engine's not there. Uh, wiring. I guess I've been threading wiring as I go. Yeah. Um, mechanical parts for suspension axles. I mean, that's just stuff I would have got from the train. You did that when you put the wheels on. Yeah. Uh, upholstery for seats. No, not upholstery yet. Um, Steering system, that's just going to be some more pipes, I guess, for the turn of a jig. Uh, and the headlight assembly, I don't have anything for that. So that just leaves... Where's my pencil gone? Fine, let Fucking Irish pencil thieves. So I've got to do the doors, the engine, the... Upholstery for seats and the headlight assembly, I think that's it. Mm hmm. Right, okay. Then you need to decide what colour to paint it. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, puke green. <laughs> no. Um. Alright. Lightning um, flickers outside. Horrible weather out there. Um, how about we start getting these doors on, eh, lad? Hey, well, that's just the ingenious design. I thought. Rather than the traditional folding open sideways, what if they opened upwards and out? What if you have to um, park it between two wagons? Well, you simply wouldn't do that. <laughs> Alright. No, no, no weapon platforms on this model. <laughs> They were more dangerous than they <laughs> than they were worth anyway. Maybe because they always went wrong when they shoot out either side. <laughs> literally, literally, just some sort of random murder machine. Like, who's going to be killed by the car next? Oh, it's Evelyn. <laughs> Goodbye. Tossed to the dust. I did love those dogs. Every time you used, they were like side-mounted Gatling. Side-mounted terror doors. Um, right. Uh, so let's. Put the bloody doors on. Roll tinkering. Me? Yep, yeah, both of you roll tinkering together. No! Floor dice don't count. Eleven. Unless they're in our favour, in which case they do count. Eleven. If it doesn't land on the table, it doesn't count. It's never been a rule. 
Uh, eight, nine, ten, ten. Yeah, you attach the doors between you. It takes you about maybe an hour. Wow, that's pretty fast. Well, they're already built. Just threading bolts, I guess. Yeah, attaching the lats. Lats? latches. So the little, little hydraulic pistons so you can the, press a button the, and they the, go. The car is, however, still traditional in the style of a carriage. There's the two-seater driving compartment up front, and then there's a separate cabin with two-seat, you know, Two benches facing each other, like a London taxi cab, essentially. Yes. It's a six-seater. And there's a little slidey thing, glass sliding panel, so oh. you can talk to the person in the front. So we can uh, disregard instructions from the rear. All right. Um, oh, someone's impatient. I, I help it with this tarp. We throw a tarp over it. <laughs> Do, do come in. Get yourself out of the rain. Jenkins steps in. Behind him there are several workmen in like ovals and caps. He has an umbrella up. Sir, delivery of glass? Ah, yes. Just bring that in, please. Just leave it anywhere. And they bring in the windscreen and the glass for the doors and the headlamps. Oh, shaped. Hmm? Lovely. You had to order that special. Mm. You weren't about to do glass making yourself. <laughs> well, you know. It's an interesting side project. Um, Jenkins nods and heads back out with the workman. Thank you, Jenkins. You're welcome, sir. Do you require anything else? Uh, no, 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 no. no. Will you be coming in for dinner, or should I tell uh, Miss Lavu to um, keep it warm? Dinner? What time is it now? It's coming on for three, so I just want to know so I can tell her. Oh, yes, no, I'm sure we'll be done by dinner time. Very well, sir. Thank you. He walks away into the rain. I watch him, like, just from inside the door until I'm sure he's back in the house. He stops on the door, puts his umbrella away and goes inside. You know, there's something about them. Just can't put my finger on it. Um, oh, what do you make of this, then? I say, uh, holding up a, a shaped windscreen bit of glass. It's some glass. Yes, but now we won't get flies in our teeth when we're driving at high speed. Close your mouth. Or in our eyes. Can I have the tin of delicious sugar? Or in our tin of delicious sugar. Just wear your goggles. Yes, but these are like goggles for everyone. Well, I suppose it has its uses. Mmm. Especially when flying. Plus, these will stop a bullet, I say. Um, They won't. (laughs) (laughs) I lean forward and give it a tap. You sure? No. <laughs> well, let's not test it out. <laughs> let's test it out when we absolutely have to, eh? Can I have the sugar tin? Sugar tin, sugar tin. Whoa, whoa. He hey, needs you continue working on the car. You install the windows uh, and the headlamps. They're sadly not in little recessed things that go boop. Yeah, no. No flippy up headlights, just... Big old cups. Big old cups. They look quite good though. It's certainly taking shape. I need to buy a car with flippy headlights. It's definitely looking like uh, a vehicle. Mm. Quite so. What else are you doing this evening? What are you going to build next? What am I going to build next? Um, What time is it? By the time we're doing that, about four. We could work on that thing that we got the wires for. Is it food time yet? Food is served at half five. 
Okay. Thing we got the wires for. What was that? I don't know. What did we get wires for? We got lots of copper wires. We're heading for dynamo. The dynamo. Ah, yes. All right. Well, we've got. We might as well begin winding. This is going to take several hours. I say. Roll me your spirit, please. Having me roleplay all this was just so that you could make me fail these spirit rolls, wasn't it? <laughs> wasn't it? Ah, damn. Ten. That's enough. Yeah, it is. I'm going to have you build a device to do the winding. Yes. Why wind it by hand? You, when you can invent a machine to do the winding in twice the time <laughs> it would have taken to do the winding. <laughs> Mr. Inspiration, do you wind? I need you to wind me some breakfast coils. <laughs> Trust me, this is breakfast. Related. That's what that's what we eat every day, crispy fried breakfast coils. He winds you some dough into the interesting lattice position. <laughs> you make us a funnel cake. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh yeah. Um not really a breakfast food, but he's willing to give it a go. We spend the next few hours winding. I mean, it's it's trivial, but yeah, tedious as well. And then you retire to dinner. You have dinner. Is anyone doing anything else this evening? At some point, I come up with the winding song. <laughs> <laughs> come on, then. We're winding. We're winding. We're winding. <laughs> uh, I was hoping it was going to be to um, the tune of I Need a Hero. <laughs> I just basically say, so what's your one? <laughs> it's raining men. <laughs> At the end of it, I say, I'm very sorry, I couldn't think of anything that rhymes with winding. Mmm, I know. Time for dinner? Mm. As we, uh, we're about halfway across, I go, binding! Mmm, mmm, mmm. Blinding? Blinding. Mm. Jenkins opens the door to the castle for you as you approach. Mm. Bit wet out there, I say. Indeed, sir. Allow me to take your lab coat. Ah, uh, no, thank you. It'll dry. I brought you a fresh one down from upstairs, sir. Oh, uh, very well. I say, I take it, and I spend at least two minutes transferring things from pockets, then two further pat downs to make sure I haven't missed anything. Finding. Finding, Mr. Ryan. Have you lost something? Never mind. No, we just need a list of things that rhymes with winding. I'll have one prepared for you, sir. That's... All right. Thank you. Uh, dinner, then. What is for dinner? Grinding. I don't know why I didn't think of all these words before. Probably because um, it's very boring. Hmm. Um, Cumberland pie with fresh veg. Steamed fresh veg. With a... Um, trifle for dessert. Mm-hmm. What's a Cumberland pie? Because I'm thinking... Because I'm thinking it's like a pie with Cumberland sausages all sticking out the top, like a desperate dance. Or maybe it's pie. Like a, a pie that's in like a big coil. <laughs> <laughs> Which of those is right? Neither. <laughs> a Cumberland pie is like a shepherd's pie. You know, the mince. I know a shepherd's pie, yes. Cumberland pie has a layer of breadcrumbs and cheese as a like crusty shell on top of the potato. Right, okay. <laughs> so definitely no Cumberland sausage in it at all. No, but right. it did originate in Cumberland. Oh, right. right. <laughs> Hence why it's a Cumberland pie. Yeah. Just like how a shepherd's pie uh, emerged originally in Shepherd. <laughs> sort 
Do you go to bed? Uh, I eat my dinner, tell Marie how lovely it was, then I go to bed. I go to bed for a minute or two. Um, you wait for her to go home, essentially. Yeah, I, I, I'm waiting until I think the kitchens will be empty, and then I'm going well, to sneak down. The staff and her tend to leave about um, eight, mm. and then if you need anything else, you have to just call Jenkins. Yes, and he'll cook you a roast or whatever. Yeah. You take mine. Uh, I can't remember whether you agreed to my little science jaunt or not. Uh, I don't think I... Speci- uh, well, I, You know I'm doing it. You know I I'm know doing. that you're doing it. Uh, yeah, maybe I come along. Where's, your, where's your house in relation to mine? It's close. It's on the same floor. Just uh, around the corner. <laughs> Why do I still have this? <laughs> no. <laughs> didn't this blow up? Isn't that the crimson wheel? Yeah. No, that didn't blow up. What was the one that blew up? The, um... Vainglory. If she were toy. Oh, yes, the, uh... The USS Sakura. Uh, alright, where are you? Where are you? I'm there. You're... Oh, you're... In the main chamber. So, yeah, I mean, uh... As, as I head downstairs, I knock once softly on your door. Roll cognition as you cross the hallway towards Ryan's door. <coughs> Cognition is 3d10? 4d10. Seventeen. You see three coloured lights out in the rooftop garden. Flickering a blue, a airy blue light, a thick dark red light, and a very sickly green light flickering amongst the shrubs. And you think you see Sakura out there. Standing in the little pagoda. I no, make a mental note of that, but pay no further attention to it whatsoever. Okay. Not, Ryan, do you open your door when someone knocks? Single knock. I do. Do you follow the professor downstairs? I roll my eyes and do. Yeah. You head down to the kitchens. As you do, as you step into the kitchens and reach the light, the lights click on, and Jenkins is standing on the other side. Sir, ah, Jenkins, I, <laughs> I do apologise. Starting you, sir, I noticed you coming in here. Did you require something? Uh, extra evening snack? Oh, yes, we were coming in here for food. Well, I say completely unconvincingly. I'm slightly taken aback by the fact that he just seemed to be standing in here in the dark on his own. He could have come in from the parlour. Could he? Near the parlour door. The parlour mm. door is open. Well, if you'd like to take a seat, sir, in the parlour or the withdrawing room, I'll bring you a snack. Actually, we fancied an early breakfast. Well, I say looking at the robot. I'll make you one, sir. Well, we've, it seems a shame to not tarnish this new gadget, I say. Oh, I can always turn Mr. Inspiration on and have him cook you some breakfast foods. Yes, let's do that, let's do that. Why don't you go and sit down, sir, and I'll take care of it. All right, we shuffle into the other room. Do you go to the parlour or the withdrawing room? Uh, if, you, if it's all the same with you, um, to you, with you, whatever, um... <laughs> 
We're quite interested in the workings of Mr. Inspiration. Oh, sir? Um, you know, just out of... Um, professional uh, profe- interest. Yeah, interest professional sister. curiosity. Well, you'd have to ask uh, the mistress for permission to tamper with the castle's new... Uh, device. Tamper? <laughs> we literally do that at the same time. He's looking at you and he says, Tamper. <laughs> oh, no, no, we meant nothing about tampering. We just want to, um, just want to inspect. You would still need permission from Miss Sakura. It is hers, after all. The, uh, man, I say, eyeing him for a second, is quite right, Ryan. I... We do apologise for the subterfuge. It was only in the interest of keeping everyone safe, you understand. I can assure you that there is nothing harmful about this robot. Dr. Destrahan took it apart when it arrived and put it back together again and Hmm. assured me it was quite safe. Ah, well, in that case... That's good enough for me. Yes, yes. She said it had a very interesting toaster, but she removed that, apparently, and replaced it with a regular one. Wait... I told you. So you owe me money? Um. Well, let's see. Look, if I'm still not convinced it won't turn out to be deadly. It's just a breakfast machine, sir. It, it, it isn't like the last one, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I've been assured this one won't kill. <laughs> Is possibly the least convincing. <laughs> <laughs> this model doesn't kill people. <laughs> Not like the last one. This model doth protest too much. <laughs> I'm the butler. I'm not the model. I know what did earlier. It was. <laughs> well, like, hello, would you like some breakfast? I'm fine. <laughs> I, I am fully three laws compliant now. <laughs> After some unpleasantness. I'm feeling a lot better now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Last time was just an accident (laughs) caused by Dr. Genesis. (laughs) Oh, God. BSC, MA, BA, GCSE, (laughs) PQ. We need to get rid of this thing. Uh, All right, fine. I retreat to my lounge. You retreat to the lounge? Mm. Um, music starts upstairs. You think it's coming from the direction of the roof garden? No, Ryan, I think we're supposed to go and investigate the roof garden. What do you mean? <laughs> you hear the door opening and Mitt Jenkins greeting people. Uh, I, uh, I unceremoniously go to listen at the door, see if I can hear what he's saying. Welcome, sirs. Madam, please go straight upstairs. Uh, you're expected. The party is beginning. A party? The viewing is in an, an hour, sir. A viewing? A party and a viewing. And we weren't invited. We do. Wow, we do. Let's go and take a look. Yes. Is this a good place to leave it, or...? We can carry on. Right. Um... All right, let's... I'm going to wait some seconds, and then we're going to sneak upstairs like naughty school children. You head out onto the roof garden. Hmm. It's bedecked with beautiful lights. There is um, something under a tarpaulin that looks like a statue. Sakura is here, various 
townsfolk are here, there are drinks and canapes God, and music. Have, if we ever had the opportunity to try fizzy lifting drink, we'd definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing! Good day, sir! Um... Well, since my subterfuge has failed once this evening, I'm going to waddle out and find Sakura. Waddle, drink a drink. Um, Sakura is here, looking pregnant. Ah, Sakura! Professor. What's all this about? Oh, um, Air, Wellnet, and Carsant are revealing their um, latest sculpture to the art scene. Huh. Oh, a sculpture? Mm-hmm. Does it do anything? No. Oh, sounds fascinating. Well, I'll be off then. It's just a statue of my former master. I've never been... Oh. I realise that I've waded out into uh, into rocky territory <laughs> in terms of human emotion, so I'm going to have to slow down and think about this. Oh, I'm... I will stay and observe the sculpture in honour of him. Thank you, Professor. I'm. Fr- I look around at you, and I look very pleased with myself. <laughs> I'm. Yes. Yes. I, I give you a, a subtle thumbs up. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be interested, Professor. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Ah, oh, he'd have loved to have met you. I'm certain. I'm so sorry for your loss. Oh, he'll be missed. It was such a tragedy. Mm. A heart attack. Yes. Well, he did lead a strenuous life, I'm sure. Many years in him. This horrible, polluted land did him in. Well, I'll be over here with these canapes, I say, (laughs) backing away. You stay for the drinks and canapes. There are canapes. There are Yorkshire puddings well. with slices oh, of thank beef. Thank you, thank you. I, I don't always deal well with people who are emotions. She is pregnant. She's all about the emotions. Seven out of ten. She's totally having a sob into a handkerchief with um, air right now. Maybe I should offer to build her a caesarean section machine. I muse aloud. You have drinks, canapes. After a while, the statue is revealed. It's a very nice statue of Sensei Tadaka. It's just a statue of him. Just a statue of him. There's no interesting science to it. Mm. It's just a statue that seems to have been carved out of uh, I'm marble. Quite bored, but but hiding it well. I'm I'm now. <laughs> if it hadn't have been him, I would have fucked off hours ago. And now I'm just waiting for an opportunity to leave. You're eventually able to sneak away once the unveiling has happened. Mm. Well, perhaps not quite what we'd hope to get out of the evening. Do you think, uh... Ooh. Do you think she'd like it if we took the sculpture apart and combined it with Mr. Inspiration? I mean, it would be like a living reminder of her... This is a terrible idea, isn't it? This is really, yeah, this is really bad. Yeah, the, no, it's, it's yeah, just the worst. Yeah. You've undone all of the good work you did earlier. I th- I'm yeah. glad she didn't hear. I think I'm over. I'm going back to bed. Yeah. 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 Good night. Yeah. Yeah.
I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're really earning your wage as this mad scientist wrangler. Mm. <laughs> that is literally what he's paid to do. Seemed like such a good idea at the time. Oh. <laughs> to head off these, it was such a good idea at the time. <laughs> it, it seemed like a really good idea. Sakura's like... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, pupil. Toast. <laughs> Slices it into he, ribbons of air. He loved breakfast. <laughs> no, Nevertheless. Loved, he loved his student and assistant more. At least watching them exercise. He's <laughs> a pervy old man. He was. He was a total perv. Have you seen... Somoko. I return to my sleep lounge. Next morning. Next morning. Woo. You head back to the garage? The sciencing garage, yes. Mm. Well, miss, I'm thinking to continue build. Oh, you're going to build the engine this morning? Yes, I was wondering where we get to get the engine. I imagine it's going to take several days to build the engine. It's quite a complicated piece. Yeah. You could finish anything else with the engine last? Yes, let's do that. That seems more fun. It will me your tinkering. So, hang on. So we finished the headlights and the windows and whatnot last yeah. night. So that just leaves... Oh, we did the doors. That literally leaves the uh, the seats and the engine, I guess. Yeah. It's mostly finished. Well taken. Ryan first, or...? Yeah, Ryan first. <laughs> 20. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 8, 9, 10. Plus 7. 7 deep. You put the chairs together. Ah. You, you, you've done the sensible thing and just ordered them. Just just bought some chairs. You, you ordered the cushions and you just bolt them into place. I, I get Ryan up in the in the cockpit with me. I'm like, try these out, try these out. What do you think? Comfy? They're really nice leather. Comfy? Mm. Very good. Ah. You've done well. I sit there, I sit there and I, uh, I wiggle the gear stick... Uh, can you gently caress the leather steering wheel? It's a Corinthian. I I don't know what that is, but it sounds good. I think it's a chapter of the Bible. No, I, I think it's a sort of bird, like a really big bird. So, what's next? Um, I guess we begin the engine. Good. We begin working on the engine. Well, tinkering, right? I talk out loud as I'm doing stuff so that, uh, you know... The boy gets an education as we work. Not as good, seven. Okay, fold me your mad science, Professor. So you see uh, the in-gate here. under engine on the paperwork. I take notes, as I usually like to do while he's doing his intense science-y work. Yarp. There should be a TN you need to hit. Ten to build. Mm-hmm. Then you need 10 on your math science. Medicine? Oh, I was adapting the dune buggy um, template. Yeah. And I must have left medicine in. <laughs> Should be mechanics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't worry, Betsy. I'll heal you right up. Um, target number's 10. Uh, then I suppose I'd better give you this. This is roll and add, right? But you get a thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do some mad science or tinkering? Mad science. I probably didn't even need that. Uh, one, two, three, four. A chip. 
Five and an extra one. Uh, all right. So the highest I got is ten. So I roll this and add it. Yeah. Twelve, fourteen, plus Ryan's three, plus Ryan's three, seventeen. 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 It takes a couple of days. Yeah, we 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 slowly work through it. I constantly explain the process. Do I have any blackouts while I'm working on it? Roll me your spare. There's a montage. Ooh, a building montage. Uh, <laughs> four. Yes, whilst Ryan is off getting some coffee. Um, he's gone for maybe 20 minutes mm. he's popped over to the castle to get some drinks and refreshments and um, you don't remember you are convinced he's just left and yet he's back with a full tray and everything oh hello Ryan you uh... I miss anything? Uh, not really it's no, everything's fine well I think we're done here you finished it without me? Oh, I had a moment of inspiration. I'm sorry. Well, I missed that. I packed the engine block. Now all we have to do is load her up into old Betsy here. You're calling it Betsy. I might change the name. We'll workshop it. Yes. It, it's slightly different than you remember from the plans. It has these copper heat sinks <coughs> on either side, like little, little sticky out spirally copper he thinks you've gone a bit off blueprint oh yes it just seemed more um, efficient sometimes I change my plans as I work very well you hoist it up you lower it in you connect the wires and the pipes and the tubes now hand me the orphan heart I'm, I'm just kidding I'm just kidding. it doesn't need one it's so hard to tell it doesn't need one <laughs> Because that is literally the sort of thing Evelyn would ask when he's assisting her. <laughs> Hand me the hearts! <laughs> I mean, I can't give you mine, I'm using it. Well, no, no, no I don't need one, it's fine. It was, a, it was merely a jesty jape. <laughs> Professor? Yes? Roll me your smarts. Orphan mm-hmm. jokes, I, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I look at you for a second, then I, then I, take, out, I take out a notebook, a smaller notebook, and I make a few notes in it, and then I put it back. <laughs> Ryan is an orphan. <laughs> I'm trying, goddammit. Uh, five, that's pretty bad. That's enough. Ryan doesn't have his mechanical cat companion. Remember from your timeline, Ryan had a mechanical cat. What was its name? Um, I can't remember what his name was. I can't remember either. Pussycat Wilbot. <laughs> Did have a name? It was a cool name. Pick a new name for your pet, and we'll and we'll wreck on it. Um, I'll have to think about it. Okay, but I need it now because I'm about to say it in character. Um, Guybrush. No. Threepwood. No. Honey kisses. Elaine Manny Manny you, want, you go with that? Let's go with Manny Oh, oh uh, whatever happened to Manny I say to you The guy that runs the Mechanic shop No no your um, Your pet cat Your robot cat 
Has that not happened yet? Oh, oh, um, hmm. Oh, no, of course it wouldn't have, would it? Uh, hmm, hmm. Your paradox senses are tingling. Oh. <laughs> Proceed with caution. Um, well... Where I'm from, you had a little mechanical companion. A little friendly robot pet. Maybe we could, uh... Get that going as a little side project. That sounds pretty cool. Yes, yes. He was with you till the end. Uh. Well, anyway, uh, perhaps on the morrow we can start on that, I say. Uh, <laughs> winging my way out of an oops, I've told you you've died situation. You've told him I've told him quite a few times, but, uh, you know, nobody likes to hear that shit. Hmm. This time he won't rise as a zombie and you'll have to kill him again. Ah. You hope. Ah. Well. Fine. Okay. The car is finished. Hooray! What colour is it? Um, Chartreuse. I assume you've had Ryan spraying chartreuse while you've been working. Hang on, I, I need to look at what chartreuse is. <laughs> if it's the colour I think it is. Kind of a wine red, isn't it? No, it's green. No, that's <laughs> not the colour on at all. Um, uh, what colour am I thinking of? Royal blue? Like a maroon. Maroon is the colour. It's a sort of deep burgundy maroon. So burgundy then. Burgeroon. <laughs> Burgeroon. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, it's a lovely dark red. Yes, it's uh, it's the colour of old blood and sunsets. It looks very nice. Mm. Um, the car is complete. You just need some fuel now. Yes. <sighs> I, I I mentioned that to you as we as we finish building it. Yes, excellent. Totally complete, and now all we need to do is build a refinery to produce fuel. Is that hard? Yes. Yeah. Possibly harder than assembling the car. Hmm. Maybe we should have started with that. Maybe, I say, but it's too late to change time. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Do we freeze frame here and roll credits? Is that, is that what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you still know how to build the time machine. What's you the just... theme tune? <laughs> oh, God. Um... The Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News? No, it's, it's, it's the Quantum Leap theme. Ah. Uh, oh, God. All right, so are we going to leave it there for this session? Yeah. So we've finished building the car. All we need to do is uh, build the plant. I've decided to build Ryan a replacement robot cat for the robot cat that I was going to build him in the future. Took a while to get going. Yeah, it did. Stop! No, well, the copyright police. <laughs> no copyright intended. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
And so, join us next time for the exciting continuation of... Oh boy. <laughs> Bye! Spooky with your Take